Welcome to the Cisco Unified Communications podcast series for government. I'm your host, Brent Burns. On today's podcast, we're joined by Pete Gastel. Pete joins us over the phone to discuss next-generation customer contact center and government. There's an entire new set of web-based and contact center solutions that enable better citizen support and responsiveness. Pete, thanks for joining us today. First, to get us started, can you tell us a little bit about your background with uh, federal customers? I've been in telecommunications for about 28 years, Um, and most of that time has been with federal customers. I've been working in, uh, you know, previously, of course, the call center, but now contact center space for about 20 years. So long background in the customer service and implementation side of call centers. You brought up the distinction between a call center and a contact center. What are you referring to? Well, I think everybody knows that there's different methods of communicating now, right? I mean, you just all you have to do is look at what's now being called the millennial generation, you know, the kids. My own daughter's an example. Texting is everything for how she communicates with her friends at the age of 13. So as each new telecom technology is kind of rolled in, it becomes another method for folks to reach to a service center or, in turn, be contacted by a business. A typical call center is inbound. Folks are calling in to a sales center or a service center, and I have more phone calls than I have agents to handle them. So I stack the calls based on what I'd call business rules in a call center queue. Uh, telephone calls are still you know, the primary method of communication, but that's dramatically changing. So I need to apply the same kind of business rules to getting my customer to the best resource within my organization, regardless of the method that the customer uses to contact me, hence the name Contact Center. It could be email, it could be chat, it could be web collaboration, video. That's the difference between call center and contact center. I think most people expect to call an 800 number when they need information from the federal government, but are you saying there are other options? Well, absolutely. So there's a sea change, and it's happening at at multiple levels. You've only got a short amount of time to make an impression on that customer, and your ability to retain them can really be about their first perceptions in dealing with your organization. Typically, I'm going to make a phone call, and if I'm, you know, post-World War II generation, I'm going to pick up the phone, particularly to call a federal service center. But more than likely, I'm going to get a message saying, you know, you can help yourself on the web as an example. Well, that's fine, so I go to a web portal, but now I'm in trouble again. I'm not understanding the information on the web. So introducing the ability to click to chat from a web page, you know, those are examples of how multimedia communications are brought casually to customers. When you're in a web browser session on a federal government website and, and they have click to chat enabled, when I select that as a constituent, does that take me to the same sort of specialist that I potentially would have gone to if I'd picked up the phone? Absolutely. What it's about is when I click to chat, I'm requesting to interact with a person to help me from where I'm at on the web. I'm telling the contact center that I need help, and I'm queuing that request, but I'm doing it intelligently based on where I was at on that web page. One of the things that I've experienced, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, is I've called into a contact center using an 800 number, and uh, the person I'm talking to isn't necessarily the person that can resolve the issue. Is there anything that Cisco can provide to, to better enable that, that scenario so that I'm being transferred less times, for example? 
Absolutely. That's all about what I call foreknowledge of the customer. All the things that that customer, we can make a contact routing decision on. So where were they? If it's a telephone call, things like caller ID, did they enter digits into a menu? Did they press one or press two? If they're on a web page, what web page were they on? Where were they within a web-based application? If they sent an email, what's the content of that email? We're discovering everything we can about that customer before you route it to a specialist. And the more information you gather about that contact at that moment in time, the more intelligence you can bring to bear on getting them to the right resource. I agree that makes sense. But one thing jumps out at me if I'm a federal agency, and that is, will I have to replace everything within my network to deliver this level of service? How do I leverage the investment that I've already made? What Cisco's all about as trusted advisors is you know, making the best migration path. We always look at taking and adapting what they already have because they've made an investment not just into a platform, but into a function of that platform. And there's, there's intelligence in that platform, and that's one of our great strengths is our ability to integrate with, interoperate with existing platforms, everything from conventional call center, TDM, PBXs, to current IP platforms. One of the concepts that I've, I've heard quite a lot about within the federal government in the last four or five years is uh, telework. Is there is there an association between telework and the next generation contact center? The government has a lot of initiatives that revolve around kind of a common catchphrase is the connected citizen. And if the connected citizen becomes virtual in the 21st century, then the resources that help them have to become virtual as well. There's long been initiatives for the government to do telework. And certainly within our unified communication solution sets, we've got the ability for those resources, for those agents to be anywhere. You know, what embedding all these applications in the network really does is as long as that contact center agent or that resource has the ability to tap into the network, they can be anywhere. So they become unbound by the physical constraints that we're so used to with the traditional call center. And our applications are all about enabling that. Pete, you mentioned your daughter and her use of uh, new technologies. Do you think that the movement with some of these new technologies, everything from high-definition video to real-time collaboration in the consumer space and in enterprise and commercial businesses, do you think that that is raising the awareness level for constituents of, of government, that they're now starting to look for those same type of capabilities in, in the federal contact that they have? That's 100% accurate. And there's a very interesting phenomenon that I see. There's kind of a, a momentum of its own out in the greater public that they expect to be able to reach you not just over the telephone, but through other medium. And in addition, they're expecting the same level of service. Once the government opens a path, a portal to the customer, and it's effective, if I can get my legal advice or entitlement advice about medical or taxes or anything else, any service that the government's providing, if I can get that via email or via chat and it's successful, that's the way I'm going to get it. And that's how it works for the government, that now that the government's ready to go into voice over IP and additional applications, Cisco, as an example, we've married so many of these customer contact technologies together in unified communications so they, they're making a quantum leap. We can provide these seamless application solutions to the government now that they're ready to migrate. And 
has a huge impact on, on the public's perception of the government's ability to service them. A lot of times people think that these kinds of medium of communication are sort of age-dependent. But what most folks who are trying to do business or, or connect with a service center discover, regardless of their age, is that if they find a good path to good customer service, regardless of the medium, they're going to use it again and they're going to tell their friends. Well, I'm sure the constituents are glad to see the changes, and we look forward to more to come. Pete Gastel, thanks so much for taking the time to share the good news with us today. Thanks. It was my pleasure. Thank you for joining us on the Cisco Unified Communications podcast series for government.